Welcome to the Dayton Women in the Word podcast. Our ministry's simple goal is to help women read their Bibles. In this season, we are asking God to break every barrier to the treasures He has for us in His Word. With each guest, we will investigate what tends to keep us from the Word of God, whether rooted in our upbringing, season of life, culture, environment, personality, or in our very own mind. As you listen, examine your own life and be encouraged. God is greater than all the barriers, and He will stop at nothing to bring us near. Hey there, listeners. Don't miss out on our upcoming conference, Yet Even Now, A Weekend in Joel, March 20th and 21st at Camp Chautauqua in Miamisburg. Grab your tickets at www.daytonwomeninthewordcom slash yet even now. Come join us as we explore what the Lord has to say to us today in the book of Joel. Ticket sales end March 15th. We hope to see you there. Welcome back to the Dayton Women in the Word podcast. I am your host, Bethany, and I am here today with another one of our guests for um, season eight of the podcast. So um, we have been talking about barriers and um, just the different barriers that come into play when we are approaching God's Word. And specifically, um, our last couple of guests have been talking about barriers that their season of life um, may present as they approach God's word. So today our guest is Kirsty. And um, so Kirsty, why don't you share a little bit with our listeners about who you are and what your current season of life looks like? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So like Bethany said, my name is Kirsty. I am currently a third year pharmacy student at Cedarville University. So I've been at Cedarville for a while. I did my undergrad there um, and in my uh, third year of pharmacy school. So a uh, big fan of Cedarville and just everything it has to offer. Um, I currently live in Dayton and love the area. My family lives in Cincinnati. So we have been in Ohio for a while. And um, I guess just some fun facts about me. My family traveled quite a bit before coming to Ohio, so I got to experience Japan, Hong Kong, um, a few other places, but unfortunately I was really small, so I don't <laughs> remember it all that much. But um, but yeah, that's kind of uh, where I live, where I'm from right now. Uh, I am a pharmacy intern, so I work at two different pharmacy intern jobs, both in a hospital, and I also work at a pharmacy consulting company, so that keeps me pretty busy. <laughs> I have three sisters in Cincinnati, and they are just my best friends in the world, Mm -hmm. two amazing parents, and really blessed by my family. And um, yeah, so I'm finishing out my classes this year, going into a year of my clinical rotations before graduating from Cedarville, Mm -hmm. and just really looking forward to that new uh, season of life as well, but also really enjoying where I am now as Mm -hmm. a student, as an intern, balancing everything with... uh, work, school, family, and all the things. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. So um, like I mentioned, you know, we are, we are looking at um, barriers that maybe your present season of life um, brings into play when you're approaching God's word. Um, Fun, fun side fact. um, I know Kiersey because I'm (laughs) actually one of her professors at school. So it's fun um, with her being in the later part of the program. This is always a 
neat time where they're, you know, right, right before they're becoming full-fledged pharmacists. Um, so it's really neat to kind of walk them through those last couple years before they um, become, you know, become full, full adults as pharmacists. So it's been neat to get to know Kirstie over the past couple years. So, you know, pharmacy school is really long. Um, you've been in grad school now for almost three full years. Um, so what would you say in this season of being a student who's also highly involved in a lot of different things, um, how has that caused maybe some barriers as you're, you approach God's word on a you know individual personal level? Yeah. So I just wanted to say I was really, really excited when I heard that you guys were talking about barriers to God's word. Um, and I just, I think it's so important to talk about. And, and that's a great question. So at a, at a Christian school at Cedarville, we do have a lot of opportunities just to hear from God's word, to study it in a community. And I have absolutely loved it. It's been so transformative in my life. But there have definitely been barriers that I've come across in my personal life. And um, everything that I share today has been something that I've personally walked through. And um, I think that is just a testament to how God can grow us as he works in us. So the biggest barrier I have faced as a student in this season of life is in, in approaching God's word is really the barrier of time. Mm -hmm. And I know that every season of life just has different things that you're involved with. Like no matter where you are, there's probably a million things pulling at your mind, at your, at your attention, at your heart. And as a student, I know that looks different, um, but I just, I have, I have a lot of responsibilities mm -hmm. and um, just balancing that really does take a lot of effort. And um, it's, it's not always easy to, to fit in the things that aren't on your schedule necessarily. Mm -hmm. So for example, like getting time with friends or getting exercise, mm -hmm. it's not always easy to put those things into our schedule uh, when there are a lot of other things kind of filling it up. So I think that something that can prevent it definitely has prevented me and could prevent other students from really diving into God's word is the the factor of time and I've just been thinking about this a lot that sometimes we feel that if we don't have a big chunk of time or if we don't have the time that we want sure. to devote to something we we feel like we can't even attempt it like sometimes I I get that thought where I'm like I don't really have you know 20 minutes to sit down and do my Bible study so you know, maybe God's going to be disappointed that I only have five minutes. So, you know, maybe I'll just do it tomorrow instead. And I think that's, that's a real barrier to us just fully experiencing God's word. And um, something that he's been teaching me over the last few years is that God doesn't demand a perfect schedule from us. He doesn't demand a flawless devotion time every single day, or, you know, that we stick to our Bible reading plan as we started January 1st, you know, <laughs> he, he wants us to come to him and to be in his word and just to, to get to know him better, no matter what that time looks like. And so that's really been on my heart in the past few years is that no matter what kind of time we have to offer, because every season of life is going to have different allowances, you know, we might have more seasons where we are just really busy and always running. And then other seasons where we have a little bit more of that time. Um, but as, daughters of the king and and followers of christ we can know that he really just wants our hearts and no matter what kind of time we have to offer when we come to him he's going to bless us and we can just find so much joy and strength in his word yeah 
um, a theme that has come up, you know, several times now um, with our guests is just, you know, the fact that, like, he he wants us to know him. Like, that's why he's mm-hmm. given us his word. And so, like, he doesn't vindictively withhold himself from us, you know. Right. we Humans are passive-aggressive. God is not. So he doesn't, yeah. you know, withhold himself from us if we don't, you know, quote-unquote measure up. Um, I think something that you mentioned is really, really important, you know, depending on your season of life and your, you know, community, you, you may be in a place where you have easy access to tools. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also, it can also easily be a situation where those tools almost become crutches to your own personal study yeah. of the word. So obviously it's not bad to be in group Bible studies and, you know, going to chapel or maybe your church has a lot of programming. Um, but at the end of the day, those those aren't a replacement for your personal, like, one-on-one time. And like you said, you know, if you are in a place where maybe one day that one-on-one time looks like it's five minutes and maybe it's 20 and um, either way, that, that individual approach to God and his word um, is going to be foundational in your growth and maturity as a daughter of the king, like you said. So those those resources are great, but they're also not the only, the sole thing that help us. So Yeah, completely agree. There's so many great resources out there, and I'm a big fan of that. I love discipleship groups and getting to study the word with others, but Really nothing replaces that mm-hmm. one-on-one time that we have with God and mm-hmm. and pouring into that relationship with him. Yeah. And I think um, something else that you mentioned, which is totally true, you know, your, your seasons aren't always going to look the same. So, you know, thinking about you, you know, next year you're still going to be in school, but it's going to look vastly different from what it looks like going to class every day and things like that. And then after that, you're going to be graduated and, you know, working in some capacity. And so, you know, remembering that those seasons, you know, they're each going to have their their hard things and their easy things. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember when I was in your shoes and I was meeting with my academic advisor and he was, you know, asking me, you know, how how's your time in the Word going? And I was like, oh, I mean it's okay. It could be better. Like it always could be better. Right. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, gently encouraged me, you know, just, just know, like it's never going to get easier. Mm -hmm. So just because like, it's really hard now and you're looking forward to, you know, the next year or the year after that, when it's going to be different, like just know it's not going to be easier because there's always going to be something else vying for like your time or attention and things like that. So to live with that mindset of like, okay, well, once I get to X, Y, Z points, it'll be different. Because if you're not actively, like, working towards that now, something else is just going to replace whatever it is that's a problem currently. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Something that my mom actually told me when I was a lot younger and it has stuck with me to this day is she heard from one of her mentors that um, no matter what season of life you're in, things are going to be busy, but the way her mentor put it was that he was too busy not to pray. Mm-hmm. And that has always stuck with me. Like, I I know now that in the busiest times when I kind of feel like putting my head down, you know, just plowing through whatever I have 
on my own, that's when I need God the most. Mm -hmm. And that's when we really have to be intentional about our time with God. And um, when we do develop those habits, it does it does become more of like a rhythm that we can just depend on. And that's what I love about just getting into God's word each day. And it really it really does bring so much peace mm -hmm. and, and confidence from being with him. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned prayer and developing rhythms. What are um, some other ways that God has worked to help you overcome um, barriers as you approach his word? Yeah. So I would say that for students, time is a big one. And uh, the way he's helped me overcome that is um, I like, you know, having a schedule that I can depend on and and kind of knowing what is coming each day. And unfortunately, we can't always know what's going to happen. You know, things pop up and, and each day looks different than the next. But I, I can really find a lot of peace knowing that I get that time with God each day. Mm -hmm. And it is, it's not been easy. Like, there are plenty of days where I just feel like, you know, I'm too tired. I don't have the time for it. Um, but when I do, when I do set aside that time, really God just, he just shows up and he, he comforts and, and sustains me in so many ways. So he um, has really built in me a love for his word that at first it does kind of seem more like a, a duty. You know, mm -hmm. as Christians, we are supposed to come to his word and spend that time in him with him in his word. But over time, he really brings it to be a delight in our lives. Mm -hmm. And he, he shows us how much we mean to him mm -hmm. and that he will be there with us every step of the way. Um, what encouragements, um, I know you've shared some, but what, what other encouragements might you um, share with students? You know, you think when we, when we say students, that can apply to a whole host of people. So it can be, you know, people in undergrad, people in grad school, maybe people who are, um, you know, they've been out in the workforce for a while and are coming back and now juggling school and all this other stuff. So what are um, maybe some encouragements that you'd like to share with other students, whatever that looks like for them? Yeah, absolutely. So I definitely agree that student life can look different for so many people. And I think that can sometimes also cause uh, a little bit of a struggle and maybe another barrier there because comparison is a huge thing in our world today. And especially, I think, for the you know, maybe student or career season of life, um, it's easy to compare our season or our situation with that of others. And um, I, I am a huge fan of social media, but I think that at times, you know, we see everything that people share about their lives, about what's going on. And it's really easy to look at someone else's life and compare it to our own. And, um, and we can be pretty hard on ourselves mm -hmm. too. So that would be one piece of encouragement is that um, it's easy to kind of lose focus on where God wants us to be or what he wants for us when we're looking around and kind of looking to the side instead of looking up. So I would just, um, that's definitely been a struggle in my life is that I can compare where I am right now to where someone else in a similar season is, mm -hmm. um, whether it's with their ministry, with their walk with God, with, you know, their career, whatever it is. And it's, it's easy to compare and kind of lose the focus that God wants us to have. So, um, that would be something I would say was that whatever, whatever steps you need to take, but, um, kind of trying to see where comparison sprouts up 
most mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. And if that is keeping you from just really coming into God's word and, and building on your relationship with him. And I have just been, over the years, God has shown me so much about how he He really wants me to focus on his story for me, mm-hmm. not on what other people think or what you know, other people's expect expectations are. Um, and I did struggle with that for a while with just focusing more on what other people thought of me rather than what God thought of mm-hmm. me. And so um, if that's something that someone out there is struggling with, maybe as a student or, you know, student balancing work, just know that God's story for you is unique and, mm-hmm. and he really is working in you in ways that he's not working in anyone else. And um, when we see that, when we see God's plan for our life, um, even just a hint of it, it it can be so encouraging and so empowering to know that we're loved by him, that he is with us, and that he's never going to leave us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, the comparison, we actually, you know, just got, we talked about this with our previous guest, too, so it's, mm-hmm. you know, always coincidental when the <laughs> Lord brings up similar things, but um, remembering that when you're in, you know, whatever season you're in, like the Lord has called you to those tasks that like lay before you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if, if you're a wife or a mom, like he has called you to that. If you're a student, you know, he's called, your calling right now is to live out that calling with excellence. And so looking for those opportunities because, you know, seasons are fleeting, you know, they're, they're not going to last forever. So, you know, we, we risk the chance of, like you said, if we're so focused, not on him upwardly, but on the situations and people around us, we risk missing out on what he has placed us in that role to do. So, like, I think this is going a little bit off script, so hopefully, you know, it, it doesn't throw you off. But I think, you know, of you and in your role as a student, you've also, you know, taken on some roles to... Um, foster uh, women's ministry in in school while you are still a student. So um, what are maybe some things that you have seen the Lord call you to in this season um, that might be, you know, ways that he is helping you bring others um, into closer relationship with him? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, yeah, I have been getting more involved with women's ministry, and that's just really a big um, desire of my heart just to come alongside other women, whether in this season of life or in different seasons. And that's also a joy of being at Cedarville is that, uh, we, especially in the pharmacy program, we are all students, but we have very different seasons of life, some of us, um, or different just areas that we're involved. Um, some are married, some are single, and it's it's really, really cool to just walk alongside those, those ladies um, in kind of a common goal. But something that God has really shown me is that um, in every season, like you said, everything looks a little bit different no matter where we are, but he really does want us to grow and, and just thrive in the season that he's placed us. Mm-hmm. And just to learn as much as we can. Like we, like you said, we never get these seasons back. And um, God has something specific for us to learn and grow in every season. So when I was thinking about kind of what, how to describe my season of life, <laughs> at first I was like, well, this is kind of a transition season, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm transitioning 
into my career, um, in a few years at least, um, into kind of having my own house, you know, someday not an apartment. <laughs> um, and, and just, it is a big, a, a few transitions going on. But at the same time, um, sometimes when I said that, I would have the mindset of like, I'm waiting for something, you know, waiting for the next thing. And I didn't want to get stuck in the mindset that like, we're just waiting for the next season mm-hmm. to come. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to just wish away a season where I am right now waiting for something that's coming next. So my encouragement would be that wherever you are and wherever God has placed you, look for the purpose and the value in that season, what he wants you to learn, how he wants you to grow, and then just pursue that with all your heart because he really does have something beautiful in every season, no matter where we are. And um, I actually saw a quote recently from John Bloom he, uh, with Desiring God, mm-hmm. and it just you know popped up, and I, it has not left my mind since. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said that God doesn't always make his will clear to us because he cares more about us being transformed than us being informed. Mm-hmm. And that just hit me so hard. <laughs> I know. Because we want to be informed, like we yeah. we want to we know. We want to know exactly. We want to know what's coming, and um, just reminding ourselves that God cares more about our hearts being transformed mm-hmm. by our time in His Word, by our time with others, and just becoming more like Him rather than us knowing what's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think like how many times, if I actually had known what was coming. I would have missed out on, you know, whatever he was teaching me in the process or, you know, I wasn't I wasn't prepared to know what was to come in the future. So it was a grace that he, you know, withheld the knowledge of that because he needed to transform me in the process to be able to, you know, handle what whatever was coming. Good, good, hard, whatever. Mm-hmm. So that was a great reminder. Um, what would you say, um, do you have any scripture that you are currently in or you know have been in recently that you feel have um been really meaningful in your time with the lord that you'd want to share yeah absolutely so i have kind of compiled some favorite bible verses that i have just um different verses in which god has spoken to me or encouraged me um one of my favorites is definitely Philippians 4, 6, and 7. This is a common verse. Like Some of us may know it. Some of us may not. But I I love this one. It says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I love this verse because it just reminds us that we really can bring everything to God. Mm -hmm. So I think this kind of speaks to when we are feeling like, you know, just pressured by everything that's going on, we don't have enough time, or or maybe we even think that um, the Bible doesn't really have anything to say about a certain situation. Like maybe that's preventing someone from coming to God with that with that request. Just knowing that we can bring everything to God, and that when we do, He really will give us that peace that passes all understanding. So that's one thing that I have absolutely loved. Another verse that really encourages me, um, Psalm 37, like all of it, just probably one of my favorite (laughs) passages, but specifically verses four through seven, um, the psalmist writes, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord and trust in him and he will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. 
Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. I just love these verses because they show me that God really does care what's on our hearts and we can bring it to him no matter what. And and when we commit our way to him and just trust in him, coming to his word, he really will work in us and, and work out his purpose for us. Nice. Well, as we kind of wind down, are there any um, last encouragements you would like to share with our listeners? So, yeah, um, I just, I have been continually taught and um, just guided by God in so many ways, and he's still doing so much in my heart. And one thing that he's been teaching me recently is that the Bible really does apply to to any area of life, and it has so much to say to us no matter what we're going through. Because I think at times I'm tempted to kind of think that God doesn't really, you know, have anything to say about Mm -hmm. the situation, or he might not, you know, I'm struggling with it, but, you know, I can just handle it on my own. Mm -hmm. But I've just been learning that God's word really is living, it's active, it is so encouraging to us no matter what season of life we're in. So I guess I would just encourage you to, to go to his word, and no matter what's on your heart, he is there, and he'll He'll work in your mind and in your heart to to show you his truth and really what he wants you to learn that day. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Thank you so much. It's been a joy. Mm-hmm.